Welcome everyone. Thank you for tuning in once again to the Six Figure Social Worker Podcast. It's your girl, LA. I am your Six Figure Social Worker. And this podcast is designed to teach you how to make a living while you're making a difference. So before I get started, I just want to introduce myself for those of you who may be listening to this podcast for the first time. So my name is Lashana Alfred, and I am a licensed independent social worker with supervision designation. And I have been in the field of social work over 10 years. And currently I um, provide clinical supervision in two be- at two behavioral health organizations, and I have my own private practice. I'm sharing this with you because I really want to share and let you know that in this field, literally the sky is the limit. And I know some of you who have gone on to get your master's degree, or you may be contemplating getting your master's degree and you are like stuck with the examination that must be taken, you know, in order to be considered a social worker. So number one, you have to understand, and I don't know if it's the school, I don't know what, but it seems like a lot of social workers are ill-prepared for the field. And what I mean by that is ill-prepared in the sense of understanding exactly what it entails to be identified as a social worker. Like I had to realize that just because I got my bachelor's degree did not make me a social worker. I literally had to sit and take an exam in order to be called a licensed social worker in the state of Ohio. Then once I obtained my master's degree, I had to do two years of supervision and that wasn't enough. Like I had to take another exam And for those of you who know, you know, I took the exam, I failed it twice. And then, I mean, that in itself was, you know, so discouraging, but I realized that passing the exam was the key to um, building the wealth that I desired, as well as dominating in the field of social work. And so that's what I did. I kept persevering. I, you know, took boot camp trainings and different things to help me get prepared to take the examination and I finally passed and I promise you since I've obtained my independent license the doors have been open and um and I'm making a living <laughs> while while I'm making a difference and so one of the things I realize is that when you think about the core values in social work. The first one, when we're talking about service. Now, this really is our desire or our ability to put someone else's needs before our own personal desire without trying to get wealth, right? Without trying to get rich and and things like that. So when I'm talking about six-figure social worker and I'm talking about making a living while we're making a difference, I'm not talking about creating things that we know is no value to the clients or the targeted population just so we can get money. No, I'm trying to help you guys see how we literally can create programs and provide service to individuals and get paid doing it because every social worker I know, they are working a job, 
they um, either in private practice or contracting with organizations. But nine times out of 10, they give service away. And let me tell you, it's going to be hard for you to give service away when you have no money to pay your bills. It's going to be hard. So those of you who may be, you know, turning a deaf ear to the whole idea of six-figure social worker or turning a deaf ear to the whole idea of making a living while you're making a difference, then I say, okay, you know, to each his own. But at the end of the day, I don't want to, after I've helped someone else and assisted someone else with obtaining housing or obtaining food that I have to come home to an eviction notice or I have to come home with no food in the cupboards. So I need us to really challenge those those thoughts, you know, that can keep us stuck and bound in the field. And so I really want to I wanted to just introduce that part of me. But um, I want you to know. I did not just graduate high school, I mean, graduate, you know, with my master's and then become a clinical director or become a six-figure social worker. No, it didn't happen like this. What happened? I literally remembered why I got started. I remembered why I got started and I got started for the people. I got started for the population in which I would be, you know, positioned to serve. I didn't get started because I wanted to rub elbows with anyone in the administration. I didn't get started because I wanted to, you know, be noticed by any of my supervisors or anything like that. No, I got started because I wanted to be a voice to the voiceless or for the voiceless. I wanted to advocate on behalf of those who are oppressed that receive injustice. That's why I got started. And so I've worked at organizations where I didn't get treated fairly. I worked at organizations where they didn't see my value. But that didn't stop me from staying true to who I was and to why I got started. Sometimes we can be in positions and we can forget why we got started because other people don't see our value. They don't see our worth. But today, I want you to make up in your mind that you see you, that you remember your value and you understand your worth, that you will not wait for someone else to give you permission. Now, listen, all of this that I'm sharing with you right now was the key ingredients to helping me get to where I am. I persevered through hardships. I persevered through, you know, backstabbing and people writing with red ink all over my documentation. I persevered through people, you know, critiquing my work and micromanaging me. But it did not stop me from remembering why I got started. That's what I need you guys to understand. I'm noticing a lot of social workers being confused in the field. And as a clinical supervisor and one who look for licensed social workers, one of the characteristics that I look for is confidence. I'm looking for someone who is confident about what they desire to do. If you desire to help people, 
I'm saying be confident about that. Be bold about that. I don't care what someone else has said about you or what doors may have closed in your face. Don't allow that to stop you from knowing who you are. Don't allow other people's misunderstanding of you to cause you not to understand who you are. This is very important because if you're broken inside, how are you going to help someone else? If you're oppressed in your mind, how are you going to help someone else get out of it? If you feel like you can't make it, how are you going to help someone and really empower someone and inspire someone to make it? As social workers, we live this thing. This is not a job uh, where we go to it and then we go home and then we just live raggedy lives. Like literally, it's who we are. I was able to persevere through some, um, oh God, toxic environments because I did not allow the environment to affect who I was and who I am. And it's that determination and that sense of self that has positioned me to a place where now I teach others. Now I literally counsel counselors. I provide therapy to therapists. I need you guys to understand as leaders and licensed individuals, as those who seek to help others in our pursuit to help others, we must Listen to me. We must make sure we don't forget to help ourselves. And sometimes that means linking up with mentors. Sometimes that means getting counseling our own selves. That's what that means. Please do not go 40 hours a week, 352 days a year. Focusing always on someone else. We must take time to focus on ourselves. If you don't, you're going to get burned out. You're going to question why you went or chose the field of social work. So today, before Monday comes, or even if you're listening to this podcast in the middle of the week, I want you to pause and I want you to sit in a quiet place and just remind yourself why you got started. If you got started in this field because you were pressured by someone else, and I've never, even in teaching master level social workers, I've never heard anyone say their family or someone else forced them into this field. But I'm not saying that that's not possible. But if you're in this field because someone forced you, then yes, evaluate to see what other field you need to go into. But if you're in this field because your heart's desire is to help the underprivileged, to help the oppressed, to be a voice for the voiceless, then I want you to remember that. I also want you to understand that you have it within you to create the necessary services 
and opportunities for individuals who you seek to help. Don't allow negative people, don't allow people who may not even want to see you grow, stop you from moving forward. When you're at agencies, I want you to look at the gaps. What gaps do you see in the services that's being provided? What would you do differently? And then go do that. Go do that. Either do it where you are by letting the director of the agency know this is another service you guys can provide for the population that you serve. Or go create your own. But by no means let your dream die. Do not allow your dream to die. You got in this field because you believe that people can change. You believe that you have what it takes to assist them in the change process. Don't allow life to make you forget that. I recognize through the many years that I've been in this field, excited every moment that I'm able to sit, sometimes listen, sometimes share, sometimes encourage the person that's sitting in front of me. And I will do it every second of the day. And I will do it over and over and over again. That's where I get my strength. That's where I get my focus. That's where I get my determination. And so I want to share with you just to remember why you got started. So before we go out trying to figure out how can I be a six-figure social worker? Because that was never my goal. That wasn't even my mission. My mission was how can I service people? How can I position myself to help someone else? That's why I started the podcast. That's why I published the books. That's why I seek to help other people publish their book and tell their story. That's why I'm starting the talk show, Stories of Heroes. Because my heart's desire is to see people fulfill their life goal, their life's mission before they leave here, however I can help them. And so I want to thank you for tuning in every week. And I also want to encourage you, leave me a message. Reach out to me. I don't know, but I believe there's a way that you can leave me a voice message. I will respond. If you're looking for consultation and you just need some clarity, reach out, send an email. I leave my email. And if you haven't received it, it's Lashana at youchangellc.com. That's Lashana at youchange, that's the letter U, changellc.com. Again, me and my team, we're here to assist you and your success in the field of social work. This podcast is committed to you. That's what it's for. Out of everything that I'm doing, I had to pause to say, 
Let me do something specific, specific for social workers. Because everyone don't have mentors. Everyone don't have the clear direction. But I want you to know, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm here to assist you, to help you with clarity in this field of social work. And I promise you, from my heart to yours, you have chosen a dynamic field. Don't allow the changes in the system of care or the changes in your organization cause you to forget why you got started. When the road get rough, just remember the same thing you share with your clients, the same thing you share with your friends, that same thing applies to you. Don't be one that after you've taught others, you find yourself in deep depression, ridden with anxiety, and don't have no sense of direction. So be encouraged and know that you have a sister in this field, and I'm looking forward to connecting with you. Thank you for tuning in to the Six Figure Social Worker Podcast. It's your girl, LA. I am your Six Figure Social Worker. And again, this is where we teach you how to make a living while you're making a difference. Stay tuned for next week's episode.